Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule, Changing the World One Life at a Time. I'm very, very, very strong on the balance of nature, and I've spoken to a lot of people about it because I truly believe it has been an incredible boon to my health. So I'm very, very happy with the uh, capsules. I truly believe they've helped me to balance life out. I'm 83 years old. I'm in good shape. And I think a big piece of it is because of balance of nature. You represent a really, truly great product. It's not just quantity of life. It's also quality. And definitely balance of nature has helped me. So I'm very, very appreciative of that. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the, the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number. 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering. Put in the code KATE. Get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. <laughs> Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. Our free stuff. You only get to choose one. Call 888-673-1450. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I've spent more time with President Xi of China than any world leader has. For 24 hours of private meetings with him. With just an interpreter. 17,000 miles traveling with him in China and here. He firmly believes that China, before the year 3035, is going to own America because autocracies can make quick decisions. So that's it, Governor. Ron DeSantis. Xi Jinping, the president of China, thinks he's going to own America within 15 years. That's what you just heard from President Biden. Yeah, I mean, it's really astounding. Um, But I tell you, this uh, origins of COVID, this is such an astounding cover-up, one of the biggest cover-ups Uh, we've ever seen, um, probably in the history of our country that we've dealt with in terms of what they did uh, with the gain-of-function research, understanding that these researchers had been infected uh, in the fall of 2019, um, and then to cover it up for months, and then to not view that as something that's of utmost importance to be able to, one, get the truth, but then to hold China accountable. They caused immense damage throughout the world uh, by allowing this, uh, this virus to be unleashed 
uh, on the rest of the world. And so uh, to be that deferential to China, I don't think that's what the American public is looking for. I think that they want to see a policy from the United States that's more assertive against China, that understands yeah. China is a threat. Uh, they're an economic competitor, but they're also uh, a threat in terms of what they're trying to achieve militarily. Interesting comments from uh, DeSantis. And yeah, uh, Biden said that. Uh, he didn't seem like he thought that that was a bad idea <laughs> that China own our country in the next 15 years. Very interesting. Uh, so welcome back. Final hour. I'll take your calls. 888-673-1450 is the call-in number. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. I've got some really uh, fascinating stuff to go over with you, at, talking about privacy, uh, talking about um, DNA, uh, testing, all kinds of stuff. Uh, but I did want to say, this is getting so crazy. The, uh, there are Democrats. They love taxation. I mean, let's just let's just call it. They are exploring the one-time patriot tax on the wealth. They want to call it a patriot tax. The founders must be rolling in their graves right now. A, patri a patriot tax. Can you believe this? Also, worker uh, shortages spreading. People are just up and quitting. All kinds of things uh, still happening on a Monday. But anyway, we'll answer phone calls, and I do want to talk about this DNA testing. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi there. My my personal bill for public education mm -hmm. per year is mm -hmm. over $1,000. Hmm. On November 1st, I am going to personally check my community, and if they're teaching this nonsense to the children, which mm -hmm. I believe is criminal, mm -hmm. in my opinion, treasonous, I'm going to notarize everything in a personal letter on why my property tax is $1,000 light. <laughs> wow. Okay. My, my, yeah. my fellow property owners may not agree with me, mm -hmm. or they might be afraid. Mm -hmm. I understand that. But this is me we're talking about, and I'll see them in court. Mm. All right. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. I uh, I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to be seeing so many things come up here. FBI again today warning of you uh Q QAnon digital soldiers might be violent yeah they are on a hunt right now the fbi to demonize absolutely demonize uh anyone for saying anything i mean it's going to get to the point i fear uh in fact they are so uh blatantly going after this in the press making sure that everyone is so warned that um that you QAnon people out there uh must be you know are, are going to are going to become violent they're so sure of it you should see the articles today in cnn and for people that believe cnn fake news will they walk away uh, with this uh, FBI um, uh, translation for us, you know, FBI consistently and manipulatingly uh, telling us what is what is happening in our country. <sighs> so I just wanted to make note of that because of what I have to talk about too. The uh, but I but just to kind of read you the headline today coming out of Washington, the FBI has warned lawmakers that online QAnon conspiracy theorists may carry out more acts of violence. The first one wasn't violent. The act that they're referring to, January 6th, was not violent. Anyway, more acts of violence as they move from serving as digital soldiers to taking action in the real world. 
So I wonder, the FBI is saying this a lot in this last seven days. What are they worried about? What are they worried about when the election results come out? Are they setting everyone up? Sure seems that way. Seems that way to me. Otherwise, why the big push, right? They're, did you realize that they're, they're the only ones talking about January 6th? <laughs> they are furthering demonizing even after the autopsy results came back from the officer that wasn't he wasn't hit by anything, that, that everyone was unarmed. Still, they're the only ones that keep bringing it up in the press. And I mean, they're on a rampage to make sure that everyone thinks that people on the on the right um, are very, very, very violent. Hmm. All right. Just kind of take that, push that boss box aside. And I want to talk about this. This was by uh, John Whitehead. And this was the war over genetic privacy is just beginning. And it was an interesting piece because we've been talking about this on the show for a number of years. And what he's referring to is guilt by association, uh, taken on like this new connotation in the technical age. And so he's saying all those fascinating, you know, genealogical searches that allow you to trace your family by way of a DNA sample can now be against, you know, used against you and those you love. So the FBI has already, you know, been doing this. And so he made mention of this, and he said, uh, as of 2019, more than 26 million people had added their DNA to Ancestry databases. And it's estimated that those same databases could top 100 million profiles within the year. And so thanks to all this aggressive, aggressive marketing by Ancestry and 23andMe. I've been warning about this personally on the show because my gut feeling was something was wrong with this. And why did why were they pushing it so hard? Because 23andMe is owned by uh, Google uh, Larry uh, Larry Brin's ex-wife, and I just something in me just kind of went. So I don't I don't. Why are they pushing this? Why are they pushing it on TV? Why all the commercials? What's going on here? And a lot of people seemed really interested for really benign reasons. They just were curious and wanted to see. But I even remember having a guest that did a documentary about this and saying there are so many warning signs with this for what, they're, what they would be able to do with this in the future. So he said, uh, John Whitehead talked about this and said, look, even without realizing it, by submitting your DNA to an ancestry database, you're giving the police access to this genetic makeup, relationships, and health profiles of every relative, past, present, and future in your family, whether or not they ever agreed to be part of such a database. And I wonder if people really thought about that component of it. Because, you know, as certain people in the family link themselves out of curiosity, it does create the family tree. So you didn't want to do it because maybe you didn't want this information uh, to be known or you didn't want, you know, the flagging of this information out there or the ability to form the family tree, but maybe other other family members have done it. It's what they're what uh, they're referring to it as a modern fingerprint, a modern fingerprint, whereas fingerprint technology kind of created a watershed moment for the police um, to, you know, crack a case. DNA technology is now being held as the magic bullet in solving a crime. So police have been using the ancestry databases to solve cold cases. They did the Golden State Killer. If you guys remember that. And uh, they were able to find him through a piece of, of, of this DNA testing. And so that sh- I remember at the time thinking that should worry people, not because this guy shouldn't have been gotten. Of course he should have been. But think about 
the vehicle they're using to do it and how they could use it on other people. And so anyone that comes up as a possible DNA match, right, as they run, you know, serial rapists, psychopaths, right, you think they're always going to go after the bad guy, but that's not the case. And it suddenly people are becoming part of a, a circle of suspects that need to be tracked and investigated and ruled out. So I do find that kind of interesting. And then hoping to close a loophole, some states are starting to introduce legislation to restrict how the police use these genealogical databases, Maryland requiring that one can only be used for serious violent crimes such as murder and rape. But still, even then, they're really saying that, yeah, they can use this process. Okay, so the debate over genetic privacy, because right now, even even with these states, like I just mentioned in the last hour, having to uh, pony up your vaccination report. I mean, that is insane to be able to go do things right. One would think. I mean, step back and think about that for a virus that's 99.9 percent cold virus, if it even exists, because they don't even have a sample of it. But that's a whole nother show that we've done many times. Um, so we're seeing some things come out. As far as you have to show this, you have to, you know, uh, this this DNA, where can it go? And that's what I want to talk to you about. There's so much here uh, to kind of uh, peruse and go over and think about right now. So it's just a matter of time before the governor, uh, the government gets a hold of our DNA through mandatory programs carried out in connection with enforcement, corporate America, by warrantlessly accessing our familial DNA shared with all these services like 23andMe or the collection of our shed or touch DNA. And according to all the research published in the journal Science, more than 60% of Americans who have some European ancestry can be identified using DNA databases, even if you have not submitted yours. Yeah. And so uh, one genealogy profile can lead to uh, about 300 people. I don't think people foresaw that. I think that they were just looking at, oh, this is kind of cool. So that's the commercial side. Um, all 50 states now maintain their own DNA databases, although the protocols for collection are differing from state to state. And so many of the data from local data banks are being uploaded to CODIS, C-O-D-I-S, Combined DNA Index System, the FBI's massive DNA database, which has really become the de facto way to identify and track the American people from birth to death called CODIS. And even hospitals have gotten in on the game by taking and storing newborn babies' DNA, often without even the parents' knowledge. So when I come back, I want to tell you maybe how far this might be going. And there are, should be some big questions for you in the way of, oh my gosh, like the Rapid DNA Act, things like this. I'll come right back. It's kind of scary, though. Proves my gut feeling was kind of right on this one, though. I'll tell you what, something really fishy was going on, and you could feel it, couldn't you? It was just, mm. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show. DKZNU. Call 888-673-1450. This is The Kate Daly Show.
Love this song. Welcome back. Hey, Dally Show. Of course, you can call up 888-673-1450 live on a Monday and uh, glad to be here. Make sure you get over to MyPillow.com. These, I, well, let me just tell you, when I, um, when I received products from MyPillow, I was rather shocked at the quality. I thought, my gosh, and I reached out to their team. I said, my gosh, the quality on this is just amazing. And they said, yeah, most people don't realize that we spend so much time making sure the quality of our products is tremendous. And I thought, you know what? People don't know. There are so many wonderful products at MyPillow.com and a lot of things they don't offer in the stores, like the pillow that helps you to stop snoring. <laughs> the the MyPillow that's the blue label or, or green label, make sure you get that because it's pretty incredible. Uh, it can actually help stop the snoring. Uh, who knew? And so those things are not sold in stores. Make sure you go and use the code KATE, K-A-T-E, because you'll get the two for one on the uh, Giza cotton sheets that are totally amazing and wash great. Uh, And uh, you'll get the two for one on that. And you'll also get that additional savings. I'm telling you, use the code Kate. It helps the show. And you're also getting wonderful, wonderful products. Go to mypillow.com. So um, let me, let's go back to this, uh, the DNA testing, because I remember having this gut feeling that something was off about this. They were hyping it up so much. And so many people just out of curiosity wanted to go get DNA tested. And I thought, why are they doing this? There's got to be a reason. They're really, really, really promoting this everywhere. And so, you know, you have a lot of people out there. Are you a follower? Are you a leader? Are you a troublemaker? Does the government get to decide this? And then how much do they know about you? And so I talked about the CODIS system and the government's uh, mandatory genetic screening of newborns. Yeah, their DNA. Most parents don't realize that Um, because it's part of the CODIS system, C-O-D-I-S, Combined DNA Index System, the FBI's massive DNA database. Well... The government, helped along by Congress, uh, which adopted legislation allowing police to collect and test DNA immediately following arrests, President Trump did sign, when he was in office, the Rapid DNA Act into law. And the courts ruled that police can routinely take DNA samples from people who are arrested, who are arrested, but not yet convicted of a crime, just arrested. And local police agencies, which are kind of chomping at the bit to acquire this new crime-fighting gadget, have embarked on a very diabolical campaign to create a nation of suspects. You know, that Patriot Act liner I have coming into the show, you know, (laughs) every every person a, a suspect since 2001. Well, it's referred to as magic boxes. Rapid DNA machines. Uh, They're portable, about the size of a desktop printer. So just imagine that. Highly unregulated, far from being foolproof, and so fast that they can produce DNA profiles in less than two hours. Allowing police to go on fishing expeditions for persons at any hint of possible misconduct using DNA samples. And so uh, there was a journalist that spoke out and she said, as police agencies build out their local DNA databases, they're collecting DNA, not only from people who have been charged with major crimes, but also increasingly from people who are merely seemed suspicious, right? Permanently linking though, the genetic identity to criminal databases. So the ramifications of the DNA databases are far reaching. And John Whitehead uh, did this report. In fact, you know, You can say uh, Trump signed this, but then also we have all these other presidents that also signed 
as a as a huge push. I mean, look at even the Patriot Act. Look at how many people were behind this. I mean, my gosh, the NDAA. I mean, look at all the things that have really um, uh, taken our liberty uh, out of the out of the quotient here. I, it's almost just it's just sickening what's what's been happening. But with this, at a minimum, they'll do away with any semblance of privacy because these all these possibilities for hackers, for commercial entities looking to profit off of somebody's biological record are endless. And is it all part of a data? Yes. And what did we get warned about by Klaus Schwab? You know, the stealing of data. That's the next thing that's going to be happening, right? So... Um, now we have uh, this public debate going on, legislative efforts, legal challenges uh, around the protocols of when police can legally collect a suspect's DNA um, or touch DNA. And this comes from Leslie A. Prey, a scientist. We all shed DNA, leaving traces of our identity practically everywhere we go. Forensic scientists use DNA left behind on cigarette butts and phones and handles and keyboards, cups, all kinds of things, right? Not to mention the genetic content found in drops of bodily fluid, blood, and semen. So, in fact, the garbage you leave for curbside pickup is a potential goldmine for this sort of material. And all of this shed or so-called abandoned DNA is free for the taking by local investigators to do this. And so what that means is if you have the misfortune to leave your DNA traces anywhere a crime's been committed, you've already got a file somewhere in some state or federal database. You weren't even part of the crime, just where a crime, you know, was committed and they're doing some of of this pickup of this DNA, Um, albeit maybe a file without a name. And so the science fiction uh, future in which police can swiftly identify robbers and murders from discarded soda cans and cigarette butts has arrived. Genetic fingerprinting is set to become as routine as the old fashioned kind and that even old samples can be taken from crime scenes. And so... um, Today, helped along with robotics and automation, DNA processing, analysis, um, now we've got even more information right down to a person's eye color and relatives. And so one company specializes in creating mug shots for police based on DNA samples from unknown suspects, which are compared to individuals with genetic similar profiles. And so have you connected the details on this? Well or even the dots, right? Having already used surveillance technology to render the entire American populace potential suspects, DNA technology in the hands of government is going to sort of complete our transition from suspect society where uh, waiting to be matched up with a crime. So no longer are we innocent until proven guilty, and now you would be a suspect in a DNA lineup, right? So suspect society. And... Every, you know, sci-fi film we say, you know, I don't know if you ever keep track of the films coming out and what they, you know, what they have. They also have hybrid. uh, There's a show called Sweet Tooth all about hybrid babies being born because of an illness that came. And all of a sudden, uh, these these babies are half human, half animal and how they get along in a society that's fallen apart and everyone's demonizing them. I mean, really pay attention to some of your sci-fi flicks because. I always do because they're pretty telling about the stories they want you to become very comfortable with, actually. I know that sounds strange, but am I wrong? I don't think so. So can they tap into our phone lines? Yes. Can they upload our emails? Yes. Can they open mail, read your Facebook posts and text messages? Yes. We know all this, right? 
They can monitor your movements. They can actually follow your routes by license plate readers, surveillance cameras, tracking devices. Um, They know what you say, where you read, where you go. And then, of course, we've offered up the information on um, on Facebook, which, by the way, if people haven't figured out, is very controlled by our government. Um, They just don't want to admit it. And uh, it was a program designed by the CIA and didn't wouldn't have sold that way. So they attached Mark Zuckerberg to it. But here we go. We're even we're even ponying up our own information, our own stuff. This is what I like This is what I don't like. These are the shows I like. (laughs) Um, And then we're even identifying all of our family members. Right. Uh, Some are anyway. And so uh, your chart, your ancestry, what you look like, your health history, all of these things online. Can you even get out of this footprint by which we've already established of ourselves? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't think so. Um, But uh, a tool in the government's hand? Hmm. Voiding the Constitution's requirements of privacy? We don't have that. Where are all of our lawmakers on this? Um, I know some very conservative lawmakers, like my own congressperson, who actually keeps voting for all the spying, all of these things, because it's for our safety. So, so many conservatives are hell-bent on making sure all this goes through to get the bad guy. We might want to be really careful what we condone to get the bad guy, because it can be used on us. So, the government kind of shifting to pre-crime mode, look at the FBI, look what they're already doing. If you ever followed QAnon, talked about QAnon, you might be a QAnon follower who's a digital, a digital, um, uh, you know, a c- citizen who is can be prone to be violent. Digital soldiers, what they're calling them. Can you believe that? Um, and you know what's interesting about QAnon is there were there were things that were said by the anonymous QAnon, whoever that is or who the group was, that were true. And people would talk about these things because they were true. They were proven to be true. Some of the things, right? And so now you're the bad guy. You can be, uh, you know, obviously there's going to be some records, right? Sharing of articles, all kinds of things. Like I said, the D, the, the FBI is going after, going after, going after anyone that will even pipe up about election fraud, anything else like this. And so you're on the radar when you when you say even say those things in America. Sometimes I wonder where our country went. I could expect those kinds of things in North Korea. You say something about something and immediately they're tracking you um, or doing something to you. But my gosh, in America. So if scientists can using DNA track salmon across hundreds of square miles of streams and rivers, how easy it will be, will it be for government agents to do this, to know where you've been and, and how long and all the details and not to be overlooked, but the DNA evidence is not infallible. It can be, it can be wrong, tampering, fabrication, all kinds of things. I swear, I, I keep thinking about minority report over and over again, right? Those visions of minority report. That's why I say, keep an eye on the sci-fi films. You have no idea that we might be foretelling the future. Um, crime scenes can be engineered with fabricated DNA. And so if you happen to be the kind of person that trusts implicitly the government or refuses to believe they would ever do anything illegal or immoral, oh my gosh, didn't we all just shore up election fraud in this country? (laughs) All the legislators, the police, the FBI, I mean, everyone turned a blind eye, even the Supreme Court. Uh, Nope, nope. We don't want to see that or hear that. Kind of amazing.
But, you know, as I'm looking at the uh, at where we're going to head with health tyranny, I have to say I'm getting more nervous about all of that DNA collection. If one person's DNA profile on an ancestry site can lead to 300 profiles being written, well, you do the math. The entire country doesn't need to take it, right? They can create profiles from, from what they have. And that is scary. And so I always say, listen to your gut. Listen to your gut tell you something's very off. And I swear the second those stories started coming up and they were really wanting that info, there was a pit in, in the bottom of my stomach and I went, something's wrong with the advertising, the people behind this. The more I looked into it and researched who was behind it and I thought, oh, something's very off here. Um, where does it lead? I don't know the answer to that. All I know is that we need to be very, very careful about privacy concerns. And I'm not sure if you can ever get your footprint off the system anymore, really, truly off the grid anymore. And that's really a scary thought. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show. I will take your calls. The Internet People. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is The Kate Daly Show. show living on a prayer um it was an interesting uh, article today that came out about the economy uh welcome back to the show get over to balanceofnature.com order the product and at least have that i would actually order extra if i were you i have extra i want to always make sure i have it on hand and there's no better way to get uh 31 fruits and vegetables down a day other than take the supplement and in three capsules of each fruit and veggies uh you're taking in 31 fruits and vegetables that's pretty amazing. Get over to balanceofnature.com, put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and uh, my first name, and you'll get, uh, my gosh, 35% off, free shipping. You can even try it out. It's guaranteed. You're going to absolutely love me for this one. <laughs> balanceofnature.com. Um, well, there's the DNA, and then there's also this that came out today in mainstream. So I wanted to, I don't know if you saw this or not. But uh, J.P. Morgan uh, Chase effectively stockpiling cash because there's a very good chance of long-term inflation. The banking industry Titan uh, believes inflation will be more than just transitory in the U.S. economy. And so Jamie Damone uh, says inflation could be long-term. Well, I would expect. I mean... Look at, look at what's going on politically, of course. Uh, and so uh, we have a lot of cash, he said, and capability. And we're going to be very patient because I think you have a very good chance inflation will be more than transitory. And uh, he said that his bank is essentially, essentially hoarding cash as it waits for interest rates to go up. 
So he said, if you look at our balance sheet, we have $500 billion in cash. We actually have been uh, effectively stockpiling more and more cash waiting for opportunities to invest at higher rates. And I do see higher rates and more inflation, and we're prepared for that. What do you think about that? Is it coming? Is it coming for a long time? Have you been researching this? And does it scare you? Of course it should, because I think right now people are pretty paycheck to paycheck. I mean, still, right, in our society. Things, um, you know, we have a, a worker shortage. We have a lot of people quitting, living off the government. But I think right now, if you're working, uh, you're probably still check to check, pretty much, right? A lot of people are. And uh, it's not like wages have really increased over the last 30 years. And so here we stand with major inflation coming. Have you been to the grocery store lately? Have you noticed how little your money is buying? I, I hope so, because it is, it, I, it's scary. And not I hope so, I, I, in, the, in, in the way that I mean, oh my gosh, you guys. Um, it's changed so much in the last five years, I can't even tell you. It, and I know you probably, if you've been keeping your eye on it, you're witnessing the same thing. But I did find it uh, uh, sad. And are we going to have major inflation coming? Some of my sources uh, that are kind of high up say that beginning of September, we may be seeing some things happen to this economy. September. Um, are you worried about it? Have you been thinking this through? Are you preparing for it over the summer? You know, I say that, but I say it, well, I say it with a hesitant voice only because I've been told a lot of things, okay? Some of which have come true, some of which haven't. But when it comes to the economy, I think most everybody listening to this show would expect some sort of crash at some point, right? Yet, where do we stand? Where are we um, with all of this? Who knows? But are we going to start seeing something because in, in the banking world, they're talking about September. That's something to roll around, something to think about. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah. A couple of points on the subject. Mm -hmm. First of all, the vast, vast, vast majority of Americans do not even know what the definition of inflation is. Mm -hmm. uh, even You've had some very good uh, economists and financial advisors on your show saying a lot of good things, but even they get it wrong. By defini uh, definition, you have to go back to definitions that are like 100 years, 80 years old mm -hmm. uh, dictionaries and or older. Uh, inflation is increase in the money supply. That's the definition of inflation. Mm -hmm. So when the government spent this money, when the Federal Reserve cranked out, cranked out counterfeited uh, yep. promissory notes, that was when the inflation occurred. The higher prices of goods and services yep, you're right. mm -hmm. is the reaction right. to inflation. You're right. You're right. The so, rising and, prices. Yeah. And mm -hmm. one other thing on the inflation right now, we're at a twelve month, a twelve year high. Mm -hmm. uh, energy inflation for the last year has been at twenty nine percent. Food and, and, and not, is lagging behind, but it's still at, at record highs. Uh, so, what the big response, the most obvious response, uh, is get into commodities. Mm -hmm. whether it's gold, silver, or pork bellows, something that people are always going to need. Bullets, blankets, uh, uh, boots, uh, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the other thing is be liquefied, that you can get grab a hold of much of your assets quickly. There you go. Thank you for that. Really appreciate yeah. that. Um, yes, I, I love the explanation. And, you know, you're seeing the fallout, right? That's kind of what I'm talking about is the fallout, but also 
is September, a month that um, that starts the the famine sort of equation of everything going on. That will be very interesting to watch. That's what's being said behind closed doors. Who knows? Um, I know that things take an, uh, some time to roll out. And we've said on the show numerous times, at least I know I have, uh, that I think 24, maybe 25, 24, 25 are going to be very uh, lean years and going to uh, start some, some very lean years after that as well. And from everything I'm told from all the people that come on the show, they kind of feel the same way. And so if they were to start something in September, uh, which I think has already started, right? We're already getting all the articles on drought, causing uh, food shortages, all these kinds of things. And if I'm right and they're right, um, then it would take a while because even the depression took about a year truly before it really started hitting the masses, the fallout is what I'm talking about. So the correct, the, the caller correctly identified it was the fallout when um, it took about a year. See, people think it was overnight. It wasn't. So when they say they're, they're, they're starting the slow roll of this famine that honestly never needs to occur, that they're going to blame on climate change because it'll go right along with the narrative that they're trying to promote on uh, CNN and Fox News. But... But is September the month they roll it out? How soon does that occur? How soon do we start seeing national fallout of that? Um, how long before, I think really the question is how long before it really starts affecting everybody, if that's true, from what I hear from sources of mine. Well, um, it could take a year or two before I think we really, really feel it, maybe sooner than that. But they really want uh, the populace to hurt. And so... Are you getting out of debt? Are you are you taking seriously preparation? You know, for four years when Trump was in, we kind of bypassed all that. And some companies went out of business that were uh, food uh, prepper businesses. And now people are starting to kind of turn to that more and say, wow, with, with who we have in and with what they're trying to do to ruin this country um, and take away liberty, we can certainly see, we can certainly see where they're headed. And they, and we, we CNN also admitted, hey, by the way, um, climate change is our next thing. We're all, you know, get a little tired of COVID now after over a year and a half. So we next segue into the climate change. Well, nothing would shore up the climate change than to say that we're in the middle of a drought. Now, we all realize we could drill down for water, so we don't need to be in one. And that's usually the point I'm making. Um, not that I, I don't believe we're in one. I'm saying we don't need to be in one. Difference, a huge difference in how I'm talking about that story. But if that's the case and they do this and they're able to get away with it and the people, the farmers were right about uh, California um, emptying, the, emptying the coffers, so to, say, so to speak, and into the ocean and, and making it seem like we are in the midst of a, a huge drought, extreme weather, right? Um, then how does it play out? How quickly do you think? If that's true, let's just take it for truth. If that's true and September is really the target date for them to target uh, um, a famine, the starting of a famine, in the United States, how long are you prepared? Do you have enough in resources? Have you thought these things through? And really, it's the question, isn't it? I don't know how things are going to end up. 
I have good ideas about when and uh, and how uh, generally, but usually how it affects us as the masses is kind of unpredictable because a lot of people will say things and it ends up being a couple years after what they say, right? Glenn Beck used to say that all the time. Um, when I was on the Blaze, it was a uh, he was always ahead. Of, he was always ahead, and he was telling people it was going to happen too quickly, and so uh, people would start to question, you know, what he was saying. But he said, "Oh, but it eventually." comes out okay well what do you think 888-673-1450 are you seeing all of those signs that that it could affect us pretty fiercely the worker shortage has me a little worried because by now you can't blame covid anymore so as these as these funds i think they end at the end of june right for these people that uh want to sit home they're quitting their jobs and, and so forth. I don't I don't know if the funding extends beyond June from what I've learned, but I could be wrong. And you're going to have to they're going to have to go seek work unless they end up on the system. But for what reason? I don't know. But when I saw this about J.P. Morgan and this was in mainstream and they're not afraid, they're not afraid to say this, you know, stockpiling cash because of long term inflation. Does your budget allow that? Can, can you do some things? that would help you to not be so reliant on, um, you know, being check to check? Are there things that you can do to shore that up right now? You know, this summer, I know everybody wants a break from what the last year and a half have looked like. The airlines still requiring masks. Travel is very kind of strange, hit or miss wherever you go. A lot of people are, are going off to Florida and different places, but it's it's kind of weird as we see, as we see things um, kind of unfold this summer. So I know a lot of people have travel on their minds. They have the summer on their minds, but they're not really thinking about a a very um, limiting time coming up when it comes to food sources. Um, I would encourage anyone listening to this show to start a garden um, uh, when season permits as soon as you as you probably can. At the turn of the uh, 19th century, um, pretty much almost every single family had a source of a garden or a garden. Um, And nowadays, well, we know what the story is there and we know that they don't. And things, that's, I think, when things get really strange. We're already forced to believe that we're a racist country. We're already forced to believe in all of this cancel culture stuff that's causing a divide. Can you imagine a divide when store shelves aren't stocking as much as many things? Last week, uh, you started to see more shortages, very weird shortages, like wings. I mean, of all things, right? Um, but I know you're noticing these shortages. The, uh, the cars that aren't being made. Um, in fact, they just identified today that the average year now is 12 years that we own a car. Interesting. And I just wanted to throw that out there that are we kind of thinking ahead a little bit? I mean, a couple of years from now, if we do have a hard and fast uh, famine uh, that hits America because they will not drill down or because they've engineered it, however you want to approach this conversation, if we are in the midst of that, what could you do right now to prepare for that? And I hate to be that gloom and doom show on a Monday, but we had better start thinking about this because they're admitting this. They're talking about this as it's going to happen, not if. And we know that the people in office right now that are are pretty much controlling things, like they're talking about a patriot tax for the wealthy. 
They're call they're literally calling it a patriot tax. What a slap in the face for patriots. It's amazing, but they want to get these things through. And whether taxing us to death, shortages, limiting things, pretending that we're in a drought that's caused by climate change, whatever the case may be on their narrative, are we prepared for the fallout? I guess that's my big question today on the show, and I hope we can surely answer it. I'm a little worried that we can't, and I'm a little worried that we haven't been paying as much attention as we should to that. But food for thought and, you know, preparation actually helps you feel more peace. So let's hope that that's, that's, in, the, that's in the works today, right? I'll be back tomorrow. We have a guest tomorrow and then also uh, Uncle Milty tomorrow. Anyway, I'll be all, so we'll be back tomorrow. Be faithful, be fearless, always. And uh, anyway, go to katedallyradio.com for the podcast. Mm-hmm.